0: Has your life ever been really complicated or challenging or frankly, like felt out of control? Has there ever been a time when your life was in chaos um, and you're trying to deal with the chaos, but you feel like your brain is like not functioning at all? like your life can or your brain can only deal with the crisis in front of you, but yet you're still supposed to be keeping the rest of your life afloat. You're still supposed to be getting things done, you know, whether it's creative work or if it's something related to the crisis. If you have ever been in that situation, this one's for you. We're going to set this up so that if you're not in it right now, and if you're, if you're in it right now, definitely keep listening. If you're not in it right now, Listen anyway, and we're going to set this up so that the next time Future You is in this kind of crisis mode, in this kind of situation, you have some tools that you can use to help you focus and continue to get through that time in your life. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. I know for me, there's been several hard seasons where it's just been An incredible amount of upheaval. Whether we're talking about when I've lost somebody or when uh, I went from not a mom at all to mom of a 10 year old when we adopted and our son moved in, like, you know, talk about being thrown into the deep end and life just being in total upheaval. Uh, There's been a lot of seasons. There was one where my husband was an executor of somebody's will. And the person passed away unexpectedly and not everything had been set up correctly. And every day was like a year long. So like, not only are you dealing with the loss, but every single day you get completely new information that's like sometimes at odds with each other. And you're just, you're trying to plan and you make a plan and then the plan gets completely pulled out from under you. Those are the times when you're like I am so stressed. When will I get to think about something else again? I just want to think about something else again. Your mind just is like it's going so fast and it's trying to keep up and it's it feels impossible. So the thoughts are just are flying through your head and stress hormones are going through your body and I feel like you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. So If you've been there and and because this is life, right? We've all been there and unfortunately we're all gonna be there again. So this is how to focus in times of crisis. So step one, step one, how to focus in times of crisis. Don't store anything in your brain. Do not try to store or process anything in your brain. Even if you have a fabulous memory, it's gonna be total garbage when you are in crisis. Um, This is one of the things that I discovered uh, when we lost my father-in-law. His death was unexpected and uh, for a number of reasons, uh, not the least of which was I was the newest member of the family. I was kind of, uh, I self-nominated as the organizer. And the only way I could keep up with things was to carry a notebook in my pocket. I got a tiny notebook and I just carried it with me everywhere. And everybody, every time somebody said, we need to take care of this, I'd write it down. Every time I thought, oh my gosh, what are we going to do about that? I'd write it down. Even if it was something as simple as somebody needs to go to my house and take my dogs out. Normally, you have that kind of thought and you're like, oh, no problem, right? You don't forget about it. You text somebody. It's not a big deal. But in times of crisis, that thought goes through your brain so fast and then some other thought follows it up or something else happens. And like the next thing you know, it's 12 hours later and you're like, oh my gosh, my dogs haven't been out. Now I have a mess to clean up when I get home, right? So carry a notebook. The other thing that, or not the other, another thing that you can do to help your brain because don't store anything in your brain you can keep running notes like in a word document and this would be you know you're not carrying your laptop with you probably but maybe if you have your phone your notes are going to be in your notes app or on on your um in a word processor through your phone but you want to keep running notes so this is not just what you have to do but this is like any conversation that you have with people recap the conversation because you might not remember it later you might not remember that that person said you need to call this person, or when this happened, I did that. You're not gonna remember. You can also start doing brain dumps. So a brain dump is, if you think of like in Harry Potter, um, Dumbledore has the pensieve and he like takes a wand and he like takes thoughts out of his brain and puts them in a bucket for later. A brain dump is when you just let everything come out of your brain. It's just on paper, in a journal, It's really best if it's on paper because you can write faster than you can, um, you know, like text or whatever. But you just dump out everything you're thinking of, whether it's, I need more dog food, the dogs need to go out. Apparently, the dogs are like high on my list of priorities of things I might forget, but it can be how you're feeling. It can be about totally different things that you're stressed out about. You're like, what am I going to do about my day job or whatever? Just dump it all out. And then with all of this, with the little notebook that you carry, with the Word document, with um, the brain dump, the key is to process all of this regularly. And by the way, in all of this, write down your feelings too. Because when I say you can't store anything in your brain, I also mean your brain's not going to be great at processing things. Have you ever had a situation where you're like, I am feeling a certain way and I can't remember why. There are a hundred percent been times when I have been like, I am so angry right now. I can't even remember why. I don't even know what I'm mad about, right? Which is great because then you can let the anger go, but with other emotions, (laughs) what triggered it? So write down how you're feeling because this will help you process as you go through the crisis. So step one is don't store anything in your brain, okay? Now, before I get to step two, let me say this. I'm not a therapist. This is all based on, all of my advice today is based on my personal experience going through crisis and playing a supportive role with my coaching clients as they go through crisis. But always, there are times in your life when you need a professional, right? So... This is not replacement for if you need a therapist, if you need, you know, a funeral directors, a a professional, whatever professionals you need. This is, this is meant to be advice for support. So step one, don't store anything in your brain. Step two, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. A lot of times in crisis, one of the first things we let go of is everything to do with our health. I specifically remember um, in times of grief and in times of loss, people would bring over foods that I normally wouldn't eat, right? So it's like double deep fried chicken and um, chicken dumplings and all this delicious stuff um, that I know hurts my stomach, right? But I'm like, who cares? It doesn't even matter. Nothing matters, right? It's comfort food. not saying don't eat the comfort food, but I'm saying continue to take care of yourself, right? Because stuff does still matter. We get this instant perspective in a crisis where we're like, nothing else matters but this thing. And we're gonna talk in a second about shifting priorities, but you're still gonna come down from the crisis. The crisis will be over at some point and your health can't be in the dumpster when that happens. Also taking care of your health is gonna help you deal with the crisis better, right? So those stress hormones are gonna gonna run you down. So take care of yourself by sitting down and resting, even if it's only for two minutes, okay? You sit down, you close your eyes, take some deep breaths, okay? Keep the notebook by your side if you need to. The thoughts may still be running through, but at least you're sitting down and your eyes are closed and you're like, what I'm doing right now is I'm resting, okay? Take some vitamins, drink enough water, continue to get exercise. Even if it's nothing like you would normally do, even if you normally like go to the gym and you work out really hard and you have this training program, it's okay. It's okay if you can't get to the gym, right? If your crisis involves you being at a hospital and you're allowed to walk up and down the steps and get some exercise. Go for a walk, drop down and do some push-ups. I don't know, but whatever your exercise is, do some gentle yoga. Even if you need to be kind to your body and not push yourself in the way you normally would, still move your body. It's still required. Your body's not getting a memo that says, all movement is paused for right now and that's fine. Okay, so that was step two. If you're ready to achieve your big dreams, it's time to join my DIY coaching program and accelerate your progress. What's that? You wanna know how a coaching program can be do it yourself? I'll tell you how. A coach's job is to ask you questions and help you figure out what's going to work for you while also teaching you the methods for overcoming your roadblocks and creating a future you are going to love there's no one-size-fits-all solution. That's why I designed Unlock Your Five Star Future the way I did. I created eight weeks of video lessons to handle the teaching part and over 100 pages of worksheets to ask you all the right questions, to help you uncover your potential, unlock your motivation, find your focus, and achieve your dreams. It's all about you. The best part is you can get started right now and work at your own pace. You'll pay once and get lifetime access. What are you waiting for? Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock to join now and start living your version of your best life. Step three. Reframe. What productive means. Reframe what productive means. A lot of what I talk to you all about is about giving yourself credit, about patting yourself on the back, about celebrating your wins, about being productive, right? And noticing that you're being productive. Because one of the things that I find all the time with the people I coach is they do this and this and this and this and this, but it's never enough, right? And they don't wanna give themselves credit. I'm guilty of it too. I've talked about it a bunch. Giving yourself credit in a time of crisis means reframing what productive is. You can't use the measures that you normally use when you are not in crisis, okay? If you normally write a thousand words a day or you work at your uh, freelance job, Four hours a day, or you ship out a bunch of stuff for your Etsy store, whatever your productivity is, well, it's got to be different when you're in a time of crisis. So accept that you temporarily have different priorities and measure accordingly. If you're spending the day dealing with the crisis, but you don't get your creative work done, you were still productive. And if you're in crisis, one of the worst things that you can do then is to then heap guilt and blame on yourself that you're like, oh, I didn't even get anything done today. And feel resentful that what you're doing is you're taking care of your highest priority. Your highest priority is whatever this situation is that you're in. Dude, most of the time we're trying to get you to figure out what your highest priority is and take care of it. This is like The definition of productivity, figure out your highest priority, take care of it, okay? Give yourself credit. So that's step three. Step four, ask yourself, how is this helping me become future me? How is this situation, this challenge, this chaos, this crisis, how is this... Helping me become future me. So here's what I mean. We're always talking about future you. And I have you design this version of future you who is truer than the you you are now. Because we're just always trying to create your version of a meaningful life. So this version of future you, maybe she's stronger. Well, getting through this is probably going to help her, right? Maybe she's more patient. Maybe she's more, uh, she's better able to deal with difficult conversations, right? So how do you get good at difficult conversations? You have them. It's the same way you get good at anything else you practice. So ask yourself, how is this crisis helping me become future me? And that'll help anchor in, you know what? I said future me is stronger. This is definitely making me stronger, right? And if you find that you're not sure who future you is, of course, my dogs are barking. There's no way to not acknowledge that my dogs are barking right now. I hope they'll stop soon. I'm pretty sure it's just my husband coming into the house. If you are not sure who future you is, Then ask yourself, or no, if you're not sure who Future You is, go to meljolly.com forward slash journal and download the Becoming Future You journal. If you're looking for clarity on who Future You is, okay, if you're, if I'm like, how is this helping you become Future You? And you're like, Mel, I don't even know who that person is. You get to design them, and I created a template for you. So meljolly.com forward slash journal. Okay, last step. Step five, remember you are strong enough for this. You are strong enough for this. So if you're the kind of person that believes that the universe doesn't give you more than you can handle, then you must be strong enough for this. If you are still alive, you must be strong enough for this. Do yourself a favor and remind yourself that you are strong enough for this. I saw a great quote on Instagram the other day. It was uh, by Tom Bilyeu, who hosts Impact Theory. And he said, you can either ask for stronger shoulders to carry a heavier load, or you can ask for a lighter load. The choice is yours. So you are strong enough for this and you are getting stronger shoulders. If you're carrying a heavy load, it's just like exercise. When you do bicep curls, it's hard, but it makes you stronger, right? So my challenge, my challenge to you today is if you are in crisis, If you're listening to this and you're like, this is me right now, I have barely understood anything you said because the thoughts are going through my brain so fast. My challenge for you is to get your notebook, get your notebook, which was step one, right? Get your notebook and then re-listen to this or re-watch it, right? If... You're not in crisis right now, but this resonated because you're like, yes, Mel, I understand this brain situation, not working thing that you're saying. What we have to do is we have to set future you up for success. So if these strategies are to help future you, what you have to do is you have to bookmark this video or you have to put a reminder in your calendar Maybe every three months that's like, do we need this? And it's a link to the video. Maybe what you do is you start putting some of these habits into play now, right? Because in times of crisis, we fall onto our habits. So maybe what you need to do is you need to make a habit of just carrying a notebook with you. And when a thought flits through your brain, you don't have to write down all of them. Maybe you get in the habit of writing things down. Maybe you get in the habit of doing the brain dump. Maybe you get in the habit of taking care of yourself, of always exercising or always drinking enough water or taking vitamins so that when you're in a time of crisis, you still do those things anyway, right? If exercise is a habit, even in a time of crisis, you're not going to be like, oh my gosh, your your body is going to remind you of the habit and that you need to work out, even if it's just going for a walk. Maybe you continue to reframe what productivity is. Okay? there can be days that are they don't go how you planned at all right I know I'm not the only person who has days that don't go how you planned at all at the end of the day you can say did I take care of my highest priorities today you're reframing productivity the day didn't go how you planned but maybe it didn't go how you planned because you know the cat was thrown up and you had to make a vet appointment for them that was a higher priority. That's why you did it. Give yourself credit for that. Don't beat yourself up for not doing what past you had planned for you to do. And keep future you in mind because you're always becoming future you. Always. The question is just, are you doing it on purpose and with purpose? Are you creating your version of a meaningful life? Are you envisioning the future that you want and working to become that version of you? I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, be sure and download the free Becoming Future You journal at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash journal.